Get Out of Your Own Way with Brittany A. Johnson is a podcast where we learn all of the ways we trip, stumble, and get in our own way and what we can do to get out of it. I want to insert this disclaimer that while I am a licensed mental health therapist, this is not therapy. This is not a substitute for therapy. This is, however, something that you can listen to to give you some insight, give you some ideas, some things to think about, and work with the therapist in your local area if you need one. Stay tuned for today's episode. Welcome to today's episode. We're kind of continuing from the previous episode where we talked about not making resolutions or making resolutions, but setting your goals and your aspirations and your expectations for yourself for this year. If you haven't listened to that episode, you might want to go back and listen to that one before you listen to this one or even after because you can get the same lessons individually either way. So today I want to kind of talk about how we can build and create habits that last. Because, you know, here we are in the start of the new year and I've seen all the advertisements, I'm sure you have too, where everything is kind of geared towards getting in shape or starting some new goal or, you know, having a sober January or dry January. And people really start talking about how the first few weeks it's easy But by February, the gyms are kind of back empty. By February, people are back, you know, having their glasses of wine or whatever they were, their drink of choice was. And so let's talk about how you can create habits that last. Because if you really want to make this change that you kind of set out last week to make, or maybe you did it in December or November, if you really want to make that change, it's important to know that you definitely have to have new habits and and new routines in order to make that happen because we are all creatures of habit and so when you're a creature of habit it really does make you do the same things over and over again no matter how much you kind of try to will yourself into it or try to talk yourself into it if you don't have some things in place then it really isn't going to matter by by a couple of days in or a couple of weeks in you will go right back to what you're already doing and there's nothing wrong with that per se Because again, we're creatures of habit, it's comfortable, but if you really are talking about this change that you want to make and you really are trying to do that, then again, you have to kind of create some new habits, some new routines. So when we start thinking about why we don't change, right? So I just talked a little bit about the fact that we're creatures of habit. The other thing that comes up often in terms of why we, you know, get stuck in our same routines is because it's comfortable, Even if something is dysfunctional or unhealthy for us, once you have gotten comfortable in that space and you know what to expect, you stay there. No matter what someone says, no matter what it feels like, you might even know that, you know, by day four, this is going to hurt me or by day five, this is going to make me feel this certain way. But because it's comfortable and because you know what to expect and you kind of can control it a little bit, it makes us kind of stay right there in that space. We don't start, we don't look for new things to do. We don't try new things. We may say we're going to, but we typically don't. And you can think about that even in terms of relationships, right? So how many times have you yourself said, I'm not going to date a person like my ex. I'm going to look for somebody that's completely different from my ex because I'm tired of going through these same things. And then you get in another relationship and the person looks completely different, right? You might've went to, a shorter person or a taller person, a heavier or skinnier, you might have changed some of their physical characteristics. But oftentimes without work, we don't really start looking to change and looking at their their personal characteristics or their personality. 
And so you end up dating the same type of person over and over again, simply because you only changed the outer image. You didn't look at anything inside. You probably didn't give your chance yourself, yourself a chance to be honest with yourself about what you really needed to do or what you really were looking for or what the problem really was as to why you continue to be in this. But either way, like it happens and then you find yourself again saying, you know what, I am not going to date this kind of person. I am done with dating this kind of person. I'm going to start over. So, you know, that's something that we all do, right? So that's one reason why we don't, you know, necessarily change what we're doing or why we kind of fall back into the other, you know, old things. Another thing is that we don't make our goals attainable. We set these huge goals that we really haven't done. And I'm going to use the example of fitness because it's kind of one that's universal, right? So how many how many times have you said, this is the year, I'm going to stick to this diet, which if you've listened to previous episodes, you know, we don't do diets. We do intuitive eating and we listen to our bodies, but we're going to stick to this diet. We're going to stick to this workout plan. We're going to get up at 5 a.m. to go to the gym, even though we are so used to sleeping to 9 a.m., 10 a.m., maybe 7 if you have to get up for your kids. But you say, you, you tell yourself you're going to do this thing when really it's not attainable. It is really unrealistic to think that you're going to go from sitting on your couch, being in your routine of eating, drinking, doing whatever you want, and then immediately be in a routine and be able to change and get up at 5 a.m. to start working out and completely change your diet. So when we do set ourselves up that way to have these kind of unattainable goals or, una, you know, they're not achievable, we start to feel like failures. And when you start to feel like a failure, immediately the first thing our brains talk to us and tell us to do is to go back to comfort. So you're going to revert right back to whatever it is that you were doing before, whatever it is that you probably said you were going to make some change in. But here you are right back at that thing again. And so when you're looking at that again you want to set these as attainable goals so it might be a thing where you say you know what i do want to work towards being able to get up at 5 a.m so i might need to start going to bed a little earlier the night before so that i can get up at that 5 a.m and maybe i'm going to try to just get up at 5 a.m you know two times this week and then i'll increase it as i get comfortable that's something that's attainable it's something that you can measure it's something that you can feel good about when you actually are able to do it. So that's another reason and a, and a way that you can kind of work on that is to set an, an attainable goal. Make sure it's something that you realistically can reach. Another thing that kind of gets in the way of us creating good habits is we don't really dig down deep into what I like to call the drivers of our behavior. So if you aren't clear about your emotions, if you're not clear about why you do the things you do, if you don't have a good understanding or, or grasp on that, then you won't be able to change things. You won't even recognize or notice that you're doing the same old pattern over and over again, because it's really easy to blame it on the weather, blame it on the person. Like I mentioned in the previous, ep you know, previous example with you're dating the same type of person. It's easy to say, you know what, I'm just not going to date, insert whatever, um, zodiac sign that you want to insert because we definitely get caught in that we definitely love to talk about zodiac signs and what they mean and how they act and what it means about a person if they are a certain sign so how many times have you said that to yourself 
I know many of us like to say we don't care about zodiac signs, but everywhere we look, everywhere we turn, there is something reminding us or talking about, you know, zodiac signs and the traits. Well, I'm here to tell you, spoiler alert, it doesn't matter what someone's sign is. If their personality traits or characteristics of them don't align with you and what you believe and what you know and what you need, then it doesn't matter what their sign is. You're still going to have the same problems that you were having. So it's really important that you take time to sit with yourself. And this is where you can get that journal out or that notebook out that you're using for these podcast episodes. And you can really sit down and start being honest with yourself. Because as I've mentioned before, if you can't look in the mirror and be honest with your own self, there is no way that you can be honest with anyone else. There is no way that you can make changes. You can't live authentically if you can't even be honest with yourself. And you don't have to share this with anybody unless you want to. But I think it's important to kind of sit down and write down what are the real reasons, what are the real drivers to me not being able to do this thing I want to do? Or if it's easier, what are the drivers that make me do these things, right? Is it is it habit? Is it mindset? Is it a combination? Is it family history? Because sometimes, whether we like it or not, we are, cre- we are creatures of our families. We learn from our families, good and bad, and oftentimes we mimic or follow exactly what they've done or what they do. So you really want to be looking again at these drivers and, you know, kind of the factors that go into it. The next part of that, in that same kind of area with the drivers, is also looking at risk factors. So really taking the time, and again, this is where you got your journal or your, your notebook and you're writing down what are my risk factors? And risk factors also can be fears. So one number one risk factor that I have found when I've worked with people who come into therapy and want change is that they really are afraid of what their life is going to look like because it's uncharted territory. They don't know what to expect. Even though the things that they are currently dealing with and experiencing are horrible and bad and make them feel you know, the worst that they've ever felt, they know what to expect. And when you know what to expect, you will continue to do that thing because you have control over it. So a lot of people, the risk the number one risk factor that comes up is the fear of the unknown. I don't know what this new life is going to look like. And I know I might be making it sound a little bit dramatic, but it is once you make these kind of changes, your life does change. Especially again, we're gonna use the fitness example. If you start living a healthier lifestyle where you're moving your body more, you're eating the foods that make you feel good, you're doing activities that make you feel good, it becomes hard to kind of just sit on the couch and eat potato chips again. You can do it, but it makes it harder because you're used to going to the gym or going for a walk or doing whatever it is that you're doing. Same thing if you are a reader. If you're trying to change the habit around reading, if you're not used to reading, it will be kind of hard to just pick up a book and start reading from there because it's not, it's not, you're not used to it and you don't know what to expect with doing that. And I know reading is kind of a lighter example because everybody reads something, whether it's social media, whether it's magazines, it's newspapers, we all read something. And so really sit down and write down, what are my risk factors? What are the things that I know will likely get in my way of doing this thing or changing this habit or creating this new habit, right? So really sit down and be honest with yourself and do that. And then the next thing that comes up or the next thing you can think about when you're trying to create new habits is make sure you have support. Make sure that you are able to support yourself, right? So what do you need to have in place to make sure you can do said thing? 
the example we used earlier with if you want to get up at 5 a.m., you probably have to go to bed a little earlier the night before, which means you probably have to change your evening routine, which means you probably have to change how you operate during the day already. So it's really important to be looking at those things too and looking at, you know, what what are my risk factors? What are the things that's going to get in my way of doing this? And we're also looking at, again, how do I support myself? Do I need to increase my support network? Do I need to reach out to people who I like, love, and trust to, you know, get them to assist me or help me in this process? If you listen to very early episodes, I talked about creating your tribe. So you may have to pull on your tribe, and it's probably a great idea to pull on your tribe when you're trying to make new habits because you want the habits to last. Whatever you're creating, you want it to be sustainable and attainable and forward to last so that you can do the things that you say you want to do. And one other thing that you want to do or you can do when you're trying to, you know, create habits that last is break it down. Pick one skill or one trait or one thing that you want to make some change in and start there. And once you have some comfort in doing that thing, whether it be a week, whether it be three weeks, a month, then you add the next skill or the next trait or the next thing that's on your list. Because remember, you've already written down your list of your risk factors. You've written down your list of the things you want to do. So pick one and start and go from there. And then you continue that process until you have completely, you know, done all the things on your list. Now, granted, life happens. Things are going to change. So don't get too caught up in trying to make sure that these things stay this way forever or that you don't have to, you know, that you have to stick to this list that you create right now. You don't. You can change it every day if you want to. You can change it however you want to because you are in control of your life. No one's in control of that for you. It's also important to consider the cost. Everything has a cost, whether it's monetary or time or what have you. Everything has a cost. So the other thing that you want to consider as you are thinking about creating new habits is how much is it going to cost me and what am I willing to pay? Am I willing to give up this extra hours of sleep? Am I willing to give up, you know, money in my budget to eat different foods? Am I willing to give up money for a new training? Am I willing to put in time and effort for a new skill or a new trade or a new trade? So the cost of things also is important. And you want to make sure that you're clear on it. And so if you're in a space where you can't necessarily put in all of the time for something, then definitely look at what you can do and put in enough time for what you can do. Do what you can while you can. And as you continue to move on, you'll have more. But in this space, do what you can now. You might be a busy mom. You might be a busy father. And so you may not have enough time or extra money to give, you know, hundreds or thousands of dollars for a training, for a coach. So do what you can. That might mean that you're looking at YouTube videos to get as much of the free information as you can. It might mean you're doing things like listening to this podcast and sharing it with your friends so that you can get what you can out of this as well, because this is where you're at right now. This is this is not a substitute for therapy, but this can be an add-on or just something to give you something to think about and even work with your therapist on. And so, you know, what is my cost? What am I willing to pay? What am I willing to do? And again, you have to be honest with yourself. Do not do the thing that most people do, which is set ourselves up, right? We tell ourselves, I'm going to do this. I can do this. This is going to be easy. And then the first time it's not easy or the first time something changes in our schedule or routine, 
we go right back to those old things, right? We go right back to the thing that we say, well, we're not going to do anymore. So it's super important that you think about that. And it's super important that you include that in your plan of making change. So if you're making resolutions or you're making new goals, you want to make sure that you are completely honest and using all of the skills that you can to do it. And some of these skills we're going to call basic critical thinking skills, right? I know that we are in a space where people are not always using their critical thinking skills. But if you want to do something different that you've not done before, if you want to get to a level that you haven't seen before, you will have to use your critical thinking skills. You will have to start thinking about things in a different way. You'll have to kind of sit down and write out the pros and cons. You know, old school. They taught us that in elementary. Some of us done in elementary. And we, you know, revisit it every year or every couple of years. But that's something that really does work. If you write out the pros and cons or you write out all of the things that you think you want to do and all the solutions you think you can come up with, and then you start kind of narrowing it down to what actually will fit, what actually will work. Those are the critical thinking skills that you can have and use to make sure that you're creating these new habits. Because the only way that you're going to reach the places that you want to reach is to do something different. You might be one of my corporate mamas that is already working in a corporate space. You're already kind of leveling up. You're climbing that ladder, but you're ready for something else. You might be ready for your own business on the side, or you might just be ready to go for that promotion. What are you willing to do for that? And I'm not saying willing to do in terms of you got to sacrifice and give up a bunch of other things. But what are you willing to do? Is it going to require you to get additional training? Are there some books that you might need to rent or buy or read, you know, to be able to get to the next place? Really being able to be honest with yourself about those things is going to be extremely important and being able to write them down and figure out how you can do them. Many of you all know that I am a mom and a wife. And so I only have a few hours each day or a few hours each week that I can really pour and put into professional development stuff because we have busy lives. So I make sure that I kind of plan that out and I keep the stuff, you know, in a list, kind of in a notebook on what I need to do, when I need to do it and how I can do it. And I really look at my schedule each week to figure out where I can plug things in. If that's where you are in life, no shame. Don't be ashamed at all. Give yourself grace and just do what, do what you can. Work with what you have right now until you have something different. That can be anywhere, right? It can be anything. So in those things, just keep thinking about these are the, a few things that you can do to make sure that you are creating habits that last. I encourage you to make sure that you, again, are using your notebook or your journal to take notes on these things because these are things that you can do now and you can do them later. There's really not a time limit. I know we're talking about resolutions and this is the start of a new year, but there really is not a time frame or time limit on when you start something new. You can start something new at any point in the year, the month, the day. It's when you decide you're ready and you want to do something different and you want to create new habits that will last. Take your time, do it how you need to, and give yourself grace if you're not able to perfect it right away because perfection is not real. Perfection does not really exist, but we get ourselves caught up in thinking that we need to be perfect or we need to do it the way somebody else do it. You don't. You just need to do what is best for you and the time frame is best for you. With that, I just want to wrap up with today's episode. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you found the episode insightful and helpful to you on your journey. 
please hit the subscribe button and also leave a rating and a comment if you are listening on iTunes and Spotify. If you'd like to stay connected with me, please follow me on social media at Brittany A. Johnson LMHC on Instagram and LinkedIn and Brittany A. Johnson on Facebook. You should also head over to my website and subscribe to the mail list so that you can stay fully connected and be first to know when something new is coming out. And that's BrittanyAJohnson.com. Until next time.